This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Godwin. I am joined not by Garth today. He is feeling the cold in his bones, unfortunately. It just gets to that time of year and he just needs to sit down with some Horlicks and some Werther's Originals. So it is <laughs> just... Buffrel. <laughs> he is He is from up north. It is just me and Chris today. Chris O'Brien, how the devil are you? Yeah, to be fair, at his age, you do need to work. You do need to watch out for mild winters. So, <laughs> mild winters, slight breeze, anything um, really. Slipping in the shower, <laughs> slipping on the stairs, on the on the landing, in the living slipping room, on your way out of bed, popping your <laughs> knee on the way out of bed. Which I'm sure he's got dodgy knees anyway. Yeah, to be fair, like. If, yeah, just to be fair, we know he has. Dod- it's not dodgy knees. He has dodgy back, doesn't he? He's got dodgy everything. The man's held together with gaffer his, tape. Didn't he put his back out once um, unloading his drums? Not in that way. <laughs> Nobody thought of it in that way till you just said that. <laughs> That's the weirdest innuendo for sex I have ever heard. <laughs> it's not an innuendo for sex. It's an innuendo for masturbation. Keep up. How are you, anyway? How am I? I'm fine. Um fine i've had for the first time in what has to be at least two or three months i have beer while drink on well on the podcast but that hasn't happened in a while i'm finally not drinking alone which is outstanding i know well te- you are still kind of drinking alone but <laughs> well i'm not even drinking yet i'm drinking tea so technically oh, you're drinking alone returned. I, I still love that one stardom cast where we went on and you were like, yeah, my girlfriend's been drinking all day. And I was like, yeah, good for <laughs> It certainly was a mood, definitely. Um, ladies and gentlemen, so as I've just alluded to, Garth isn't here. So his pick, he was adamant that he wanted to watch it. So what we've done is we have done what appears to be a new Podmania tradition in that we've replaced his match with an absolutely atrocious shit, just rage-inducing <laughs> match. Um, Chris doesn't actually know at this moment what that match is going to be. We're going to save that. Maybe we'll close on it. We don't want to end on a high. We're not WWE. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start with your match, Chris. Um, would yes. you like to explain what you've chosen and why you have chosen it? Well... I really wanted to see some very attractive people kicking. Makes and sense. that naturally 
that naturally led me to Coach Ibushi. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was Omega versus Ibushi from G1. But then I realized I want to see them on the same team, so Golden Lovers. And then I was going to go with a Bucks match, but that's 40 minutes long. <laughs> Ain't nobody so, got time for that. Well, to be fair, we do, but you'd complain. So I dropped it. So I looked at other Golden Lovers matches, and it was basically this or the um, junior match. But I didn't want Garth to judge me for watching a Taguchi match. Makes sense. So, so it was, and since I'm pretty sure even if I offered you my DDT login, you wouldn't take it. You are so correct. Is, um, even for Noah, I'm surprised. Um, so this was basically my only option. <laughs> That's the saddest story. <laughs> this, this was the yeah. lowest of the low. Well, to be fair, I remember loving this at the time. I described it at the time as an All Japan main event when I pretended to watch All Japan to seem cool before I actually watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Just accept me? No, I was like, oh, I've definitely watched Masawa, Kobashi, love me, love me, and now I've actually watched them (laughs) and still nobody loves me. The world is cruel. So, we have chosen, or Chris has chosen to be more precise, the Fighting Spirit Unleashed show from September the 30th, 2018. The main event, the special tag match between uh, Kazuchika Okada and Tomohiro Ishii and the Golden Lovers. So, if you want to find that on your New Japan world, um, the link will be in the description for the podcast, as it always is. So, you can just click um, on that. When when you click play, it's going to say 56 minutes. Ignore that because half of that is interviews. Yeah, don't worry about that. It's a. Did you say 23 minutes? It, um, the match itself is 23 minutes, so with entrances, it's going to be about 25, 26. Actually, closer to 30 with entrance. But, you know, it's, it's not as long as New Japan World would have you believe. Right, well, with that firmly in the front of our minds as we blame Chris when it's 45 minutes long, let's <laughs> get ready. So, in three... Two, one, press play. Buffer, buffer, buffer. That's really helpful. Oh, buffer. For fuck's sake, I'm already five seconds in. <laughs> there we go. One minute, two minutes, two seconds. Oh, one JR. Minute, two seconds. Six, Wait, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, you're like ten seconds ahead. Tell me when you hit 20 or 17. Tell me when you hit 15. 15. Okay. Can see Okada's feet. Yeah. Oh, oh shit, this oh, is ballooned. Weird Okada, I was just going to say. <laughs> I hated this, by the way. Like, in hindsight, I hate this because they were trying to do the whole, oh, he's breaking down about the title thing, but then he still won all his matches. He lost the first two in the G1, didn't he? And then went on a yeah, massive it, unbeaten but, streak. But that was White, who they were pushing, and Fale, who is established to beat people. Oh, Ishii. Oh, he's just a... <laughs> I was going to say he's a beautiful man, but he's quite literally the opposite of that. It's weird, because for what he's going for, he's perfect. But you would try... Well, you tried to kick him out of bed. I don't think you'd be very successful. If Ishii's in your bed, you've got other problems. (laughs) Yeah, because he's stone hard. What were you going to say? Um, Look at JR's confusion. (laughs) You know what I love? Why has this man got a balloon? So, in the show before this, um, JR was knocked down by Jay White and Juice Robinson, which led to Josh Barnett, former UFC champion, almost shooting on Jay White. So, I love that New Japan just didn't risk it this time yeah. <laughs> and brought in Kevin Kelly. That's literally what's happened. I can't think of any other explanation. 
much as you rag on Kevin you... Kelly, I really, really like him. Um, I ragged on him. I, I mostly ragged on him because the G1, for no no matter who you are, reveals all your flaws. So, like, because at the time, you didn't get English commentary on every show, did you? You got it on, like, just the big shows. Mm-hmm. So the G1 was the first time I heard Kevin Kelly a lot in a short span. So I just got really annoyed really quickly because he kept saying Destiner. Explain the Golden Lovers. JR, explain the Golden Lovers. For God's sake, please. <laughs> it's like, what are gay people? <laughs> you know, originally they were going to be called the Golden Brothers. It's bad, because with the Golden Lovers, I know that Abushi and Tanahashi's team is called the Golden Aces, but just from um, memorization alone, I keep calling them the Golden Lovers. <laughs> Love the fact that Kenny's wearing of... his tag tights. <laughs> to be fair, I did like that. I did like that he had dedicated Golden Lovers tights. I love the what fact you that you Kenny's can tell. Name? I'll tell you in a minute. So I love, no, it's all right. I love the fact that when um, you wait when Kenny Omega comes out, if he's got a T-shirt on, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's like Naito. <laughs> you, know, you know if he's got a T-shirt on, you are in but for with, a bit of a slog. But with Naito, it's part of the storyline. <laughs> exactly. But when when um, Omega comes out with the T-shirt on, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, he's going to do that weird chainsaw thing with his fucking forearm. I don't, because um, I'm watching a fair bit of 2015 New Japan recently, and Junior Kenny Omega, that's one of his signature moves. It's fucking dog shit, is what it is. Um, oh, yeah, well, in terms of his sorry. reign, um, yeah. I I'm mean, mixed. yeah, a lot of his reign was during the G1, so he mm. didn't get to defend it until, but, what, Destruction, where he defended it against Ishii? Um, Cody, I think, was his first defense, actually. Cody, no, Cody US. was king of pro wrestling. Oh, Cody, uh, at, so, no, Cody, it's the G1 special at San Yeah, because then the triple threat fucking happened. That's the one and, I was thinking like, of. I was defending it at the time because I was still like in the bubble and I was trying to like justify every move as not being bad because, hey, it's not WWE. But my God, the booking there was awful because Cody, after this match, actually, just walks in and goes, hey, Kenny, we're friends now, right? Fancy giving me a shot. Well, uh, this was a week before King of Pro Wrestling. With that in mind, I would like to just go back and find what you actually rated that match, uh, which you can um, find, ladies and gentlemen, what? on our uh, on our website. What, the King of Pro Wrestling match? No, oh, not the King of, the Pro- top of my head. Not the King of Pro Wrestling match. The um, Cody versus uh, Omega match, match, which I'm sure you I gave ten. I gave it- I gave that no, I gave it a nine off the top of my head. I listened to the podcast because but, I did the rating, so I'll tell you exactly what you gave it in a minute. Just going I, to our website. This is off the top of my head because I remember being pleasantly surprised by it because I hated their Ring of Honor match. Um, so matches by event. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Some lovely, some lovely chain wrestling going on here. And it was the G1 special in San Francisco, which was the show you were talking about uh, where I think Jay White kills... Kills Jay, yeah. You gave it 10. 
I gave it 10. I don't remember giving it 10. You gave it 10. You gave that and the Juice Robinson Jay White match 10. Oh, Christ, did I? Yeah. Oh, no. I need to... I'm sorry, I need to update some of these ratings. I don't know what the fuck 2018 Chris was thinking. He was going through a lot. <laughs> God. You ever do that? You ever, like, look back on what you used to think was perfect and think, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, quite often. Like, I, I remember actually recently, because I have nothing else to do because I'm an unemployed piece of shit, I ended up watching Sherlock, and I loved the first season of Sherlock back in the day. I didn't like any of the rest of it, but I really loved the first season of Sherlock, but it's one of the best seasons of TV I've ever seen. It's okay. <laughs> like, I don't have strong feelings towards it. It's basically, I get the same thrill from Sherlock as I do from watching Scooby-Doo. Which concerns me, I'm not going to lie, Chris. What? That I like Scooby-Doo, or that I ever like Sherlock? No, the Scooby-Doo thing. I like Sherlock. You don't Scooby-Doo? I did when I was, like, five. I mean... Yeah, but to be fair, I bo- I mostly watch it for, like, a nostalgia hit and then finish. Like, I watch an episode of watching you Scooby-Doo and then I'm done. What do you think of um, the Omega Ishii match from King of Pro Wrestling? Because I feel like it gets sort of buried underneath the... Uh, G1 match which was fucking incredible the destruction Hiroshima Hiroshima match do you mean yeah the Hiroshima match yeah Um, by the way destruction in Hiroshima worst name for a show someone someone in the PR department needs to have a think about that Um, yeah it was good it was a very very good match I mean it was slightly impacted by the fact that no one ever thought Ishii was winning Um, yeah and also if you think that was second fiddle on the Destruction Tour, that was second fiddle to, to the Okada-Tanahashi Okada briefcase match. Yeah, because they were get. I think they were getting... Because where was that done? Was that in... Um, was that Kobe? That was Kobe. Kobe. So they were running it in a new market. Like, that seemed to be what they were doing with Tanahashi and Okada in 2018. But with the exception of the Budokan match, they were running it in markets they hadn't run it yet. Mm. So, like, um, Fokuoka for... Um, than Taku and then there. So, I, on one hand, it makes sense, but like they also gave Kenny Omega a triple threat match with what really should have been just another Golden Lovers match. Yeah. So, and apparently that was Kenny pushing for that. And I, you do have to wonder what he was thinking. Because on one hand, it's good to push New Japan because when they're stuck in their ways, they're fucking boring. But at the same time, Kenny Omega, like we've, you can see it from how he's booked the women's division in AEW, in that Kenny Omega doesn't have the best big picture mind. Mm. Like he's very good at constructing a match. Like he actually ended up helping Shida and Penelope Ford make a really good match earlier in the year. But I don't think as like a big picture booker, because like as a on every level, Cody being in that match made no sense. No. But then again, uh, in the second half of 2018, the US and Intercontinental Championship spent more time on Jericho's cruise than it did in Japan. So You say that, mate. Look at the US title this year. Well, yeah, but with that, there's at least somewhat of an excuse. They still should have stripped Moxley about two months they ago. They really should have done it. At this point. They really should have done it. It's, it's, uh, it's ridiculous because at, like, at the moment, he's not at... penciled in for Wrestle Kingdom either. Yeah, 
And it's weird because you look at Ooh, who they have on you. That was a lot. Um, you look at who they have on New Japan Strong. That's what the US. I'm like, that's a solid base for a mid card belt, isn't it? You have what Finley's on there, Candy's on there, Brody King, um, TJP, Leah Rush, Leah Rush. Then again, I guess we don't want to put put it on juniors, but then again, but like that's mostly what you have on the American Indies nowadays. So, like, stop being a little bitch about it and just put it on Leo Rush, is what I'm saying. <sighs> Dickhead Okada. I miss, I miss I... intense Okada, like, match yeah, of the I... year Okada. I miss Okada with a personality, that's what I fucking miss. Just little, Cause just little things like that. He doesn't do that. Yeah, because it's mad, because, like, I... Cause... I got it in my head through the G1 that Okada... Because you know when something's been bad for long enough that you just start to question whether it was ever good? Mm. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, you know how, like, WWE went through... Like, used to be, like, fun, and, like, the times you enjoyed it was probably because it was legitimately good. But then it went through such a bad phrase that you're like, was WWE ever good? Mm -hmm. And then you go back, it's like, no, it's still good. Like, and they go back to Okada matches, like when I've been watching like 2015 stuff recently, it's like, no, Okada was fucking incredible. You, um, we, we looked at, um, we compared the match ratings from, our match ratings, sorry, from the G1 uh, 29 to G1 mm. this year, G1 30. And mm. it was interesting that our wrestler of the year averaged out was Kazuska Okada with a rated yeah, of, I think, 8.77. Because it's not, it's not even just a, it's not even just work rate that's went down. Okada's lost his aura. Yes, no, I agree. Like, that's, I think that's it. More than him losing his work rate, it's, it's just the aura of the Rainmaker's gone completely. No, that's the thing. Because you look at say, Kenta Kabashi, like to pick another Japanese example, Kenta Kabashi in like 2003 with GHC title and Kenta Kabashi in 90s Old Japan. From a pure work rate standard, 90s Old Japan Kabashi is probably better than GHC Kabashi. But GHC Kabashi just had that aura about him. He where, was an icon. He and, was a god, wasn't he? Yeah, or even like Suzuki in 2017 versus Suzuki in say 2010-2009 because he produced for Ori, he had that charisma I don't know how you lose charisma but Okada's managed it I'm sure he'll find it again I, I'm not concerned I, at all I hope. I think what's happened is because his work rate objectively went down and it's because he's very clearly broken's probably too strong but he's tired at the very least he's very very tired he needs time off I think we will see a far better Okada when he takes on Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom. I hope so. What I think should happen, like, if I was booking it, which obviously I shouldn't, I'm an idiot, but if I was, um, I would have Osprey beat Okada mm -hmm. and then have Okada go off TV for a while. Like, have him go home, fix himself, get... Because he's very clearly working hurt right now. Let, let him take some time off. Like, remember when Tanahashi took time off before the G1 and then came back in the, Not this year, but last year, or 2018? And then in the G1 was fucking amazing. When he have won, when that, he won but, the G1. Yeah. Yeah, 28. So, so take time off. Um, have Osprey in every 
fucking promo go, I'm the one who made Okada go away. Mm. Get mega heel heat on him, and then that rematch at like Wrestle Kingdom or like Dominion, if you want to rush it, will be not only heated, Okada will be feeling a lot better. I have a hot take on the Empire. I've oh. I've got a theory about who the junior is going to be in that group. Because it, it Robbie Eagles? Everyone has assumed it's going to be Robbie Eagles because of the yeah. relationship between him and Osprey. I have well, a slight... a lovely prop, by the way. Yeah, you it really a... was. It like, looks like on the back of Omega's tights, he's got the iHeartRadio logo. <laughs> Basically, what's happened here <laughs> is that me and Rob haven't done the Young Lion in about six months, so we've not had a chance to talk about New Japan. Or so the wide of Euro, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah, hell, so what happened can... then? Yeah. That that yeah, sort that of wasn't... looked botched, and then they managed to rescue it. Omega's very good at that. <laughs> Omega's. We're getting back to big match Kenny, and that's that's so, the Kenny I love. In terms of in terms of aura, yes, but in terms of um, match quality, I hated the marketing match. I thought it didn't get going until the last ten minutes. I haven't seen that match yet, to be honest. I it's twenty eight minutes long, mate. I just avoid it at this point and just watch the promos and impact. Um, anyway, what were we saying about the junior? Is it going to be Master Wato? It's like oh, your hot fucking take? hell, absolutely not. Jesus Christ, that poor bloke. <laughs> People are wondering why he's botching. Maybe don't put him in a gimmick where he's got a fucking spin for everything. Um, no, I think it'll be a returning yo. Oh, you know what? I don't hate that. I think that at some point um, on the road to Dominion, show will take the junior title. And I think that this is so cool. The... <laughs> It's still oh. so cool. Like, I, it's, it's so contrived, but I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit, no. Sometimes you just love moves. Um, you just have to be cool. Like, that's the thing, because one of the best matches I've ever seen live is, believe it or not, Hangman Page and the Young Bucks versus Dalton Castle and the Boys. Oh, God. And that's because, and that's because there was just flips everywhere. It was great. Anyway, on you. Um, we'll see. Oh, yeah. Um... I think that, like I say, Sho will take the junior belt and I think that Yo will return jealous of the fact that A, Sho has always been the person in Rapongi 3K that people have taken notice of. He's the one who's had the never open weight title shots. He's the one that in Best of the Super Juniors has always been the person that people have taken notice of. And I think eventually he's also, he's also, he's he's also, also a little bit heel when he wrestles singles matches. Who, Yo? Yeah, because he's very... Submission we, we orientated. Yeah, and that can work really well. To be fair, Show could also work as a heel because he's just powering through everyone. Mm. Um, I don't hate that, but like, how long is Yo going to be out? He's out for a good, good amount of time. I think he's ACL and MCL. But he's been out since so maybe June. When he comes back, we, we can... So that's Dominion oh. time next year. Yeah. So, but the Kingdom needs a junior in that time. The Kingdom. <laughs> Not the kingdom. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, I keep oh. calling him the kingdom. And it's annoying because it does undercut my... I think argument. I've not seen much of um, the Empire. But from what I've seen, it's been decent. Their team like, of Cobb and O'Conn, which, by the way, the Super J cast have labelled Khan on the Cobb, which is just the best <laughs> tag team name I have ever heard in my life. I was on my way to That's football amazing. and I laughed for 25 amazing. minutes at that. Incredible wordplay. 
Oh, just, just this is what I mean. What about that Newcastle? This is what I mean, Chris. Look, just everyone losing their shit at the thought of Okada versus Kenny. It's just that aura. Yeah. It's just not there anymore. I mean, yeah. I haven't had this for an Okada match since the Naito match at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And, like, we were still holding on hope with the Matai team match because that was still good. But, like, Okada was very much showing complacency in that match. The fact that Okada won. And he didn't like, need it's not his to fault, win that match. Honestly, I don't blame Okada for getting through match. I don't blame Okada for getting through matches with the least amount of effort because um, Forrest Silva actually crunched for numbers. He's had more time in um, oh. IWGP heavyweight title matches in the past um, eight years than Yuji Nagata had in his whole career, and he's approaching Tanahashi. Jesus. This exchange, like, by the way, is great. Yeah, fucking hell. There's a reason. I, that's the problem. I always want to do rewatch Okada versus um, Omega matches. The problem is the ones I want to watch are Dominion, well, the two Dominion matches. Yeah. Because honest, honestly, in a post, um, in a post <laughs> Omega versus Okada world, the first one seems weirdly slow nowadays and had like his issues stick out like a sore thumb and like it didn't have the time which is why i've never really wavered away from my original rating is the, is the first kind of, dominion one that's the, the um, are, that's the time limit draw right the dominion one is yeah but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the original wrestle kingdom one. Oh no i disagree no but no because the first 15 minutes of that match you could literally just take away and you wouldn't lose anything This is a far better commentary partnership. They should have done this before because you've got JR with a crutch here of someone who actually knows New Japan, which Josh Barnett wasn't. um, No, the thing is, Josh Barnett actually knows a lot about Japanese wrestling, but he always comes at it with an MMA Mm. standpoint, which if if you do with wrestling, it's automatically going to make it fall apart. Yeah, true. Like, um... I remember someone going, oh, Okada's realistic, and I've thought about it for half a second, and I'm like, if someone attempted a Rainmaker in the Octagon, or, like, in a boxing match or something like that, it's not going to do anything. Is mm. <laughs> And, I don't know, that's because, like, personally, I like it when wrestling incorporates elements from MMA, but, like, I don't need wrestling to be one-to-one what a fight would be. Yeah. I want wrestling to basically be Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> this reminds oh. me of like 80s and 90s All Japan where they'd put their biggest stars in me. tag teams when they were Yeah, that's fun. And it's I... just great. Because um, Kabashi and Akiyama were a great fucking tag Actually, you know what a tag team was in 99 to 2001, I think, which I think would make you absolute cream yourself? Um, was Dan Hampton Invader. Did see this, yeah. Um, to be fair, Vader and like I always look at people who they've been paired with, and if they've been in all Japan, they've been with someone great. Like um, you know, Takuyama. Yes. Who's once in a tag team with Suzuki. Yes. Well he seconded him in the um match we watched. Um, in 2004, didn't we? Kabashi versus Takayama. Suzuki was in Takayama's corner. Yeah, yeah Suzuki went on to face Kabashi. 
which um, is one of those match. You know how like some Suzuki Dream matches kind of disappoint because he just doesn't gel. Mm -hmm. it, it's one of them, unfortunately. Oh. Ugh. Oh God. Knee no first. How many times... It's weird because Ibushi's because mo... New Japan currently have this problem where they take an iconic moment and just put it in a match to try and like raise the profile of the match despite the fact the iconic moment doesn't really add to it mm. like for example um how oh. every shingo and ishii match has been the same match since the fuck that kind of thing what my um it's my new japan world has just reloaded for absolutely no reason <laughs> what the hell right do you, do you want me to name out the time tags until you Catch oh up. no, it's all right. Continue watching. Why the fuck has it done that? It just it just literally I'm restarted. On... Why? Right. I'm on twenty two thirty five. Twenty two thirty five. Okay, hang on. This goes to like twenty two. Twenty two twenty eight. I'll tell you. Twenty two twenty eight. I'm on forty four forty five. Okay, we'll pause it. Thirty six. Okay. Thirty seven. Thirty eight. Thirty nine. Tell me when you hit forty. Tell me when you hit forty seven. Okay. Now. Okay, cool. Ooh, that's a lovely DDT there. Okada has a lovely DDT, to be fair. To be fair, I don't think it... Uh, with a DDT, it's one of those moves where it really depends on who... <laughs> oh, God! Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Christ. I think the fact that we've been talking about, like, just New Japan the whole time... I sort of undercut how good this match this is. This match is tremendous. Yeah, this match is great. Look at this. What a mate. Yes, absolutely stand up for this. This is a fucking throwaway tag as well, effectively, is, isn't it? Yeah, they effectively put... Because um, be, there's tag, there's of matches on this, but in terms of like what's on here, this is like a Corican Hall show thrown onto oh, <laughs> New Japan. <laughs> We're lucky Garth is in here because he could be calling these guys marks at this point. And they are, but like, uncalled for. I've lost my bottle opener. Oh, no. <laughs> Simulate. What a slobber knocker! <laughs> it's fun to watch. <laughs> Here's Ishii. Tougher than a $2 steak. I hate that as a descriptor, as in, like, that's fun to watch. Just Imagine you slap someone the said... shit out of each other. This is what I want to see, just fucking beat the shit out of each other. I'm, I walked in and my niece is doing this with each other the other day. And, like, I had to stop myself from marking out. <laughs> from joining it. Yeah. I'm joining it. No, I'd just become red shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Do you think the problem? New Japan, do you think the problem New Japan has right now is that it's sort of exhausted all its interesting feuds, with the exception of possibly Osprey versus Ogata? Because I'm looking at the Wrestle Kingdom main event, and I'm like, White and Naito has been done to death. White and Ibushi has been done to death. Ibushi and Naito has been done to death. You say that? Why? Um, Naito and Ibushi hasn't been done since uh, Dominion. Last so year. we're talking 18 months. Yeah, but like it happened so much in a short time. Span. It happened three times in the space of what was it, two months? Because they went New Japan Cup, yeah. uh, G1 Supercard, Dominion, didn't they? Yeah, and I guess it's still probably going to be incredible. But like that Dominion match really sort of stretched what you can get away with. Oh. 
Oh. Remember, after that Dominion match, because it had that, uh, mo that like, slightly botched moment where Naito's... Um, not, no, Abushi's head went off the, the side. Slightly botched moment is the under... the. Um, undersell of the I'm year. Only slightly, I'm only playing slightly botched because no one was hurt. <laughs> How they weren't hurt, I've got no idea. It's terrifying. A, it's because Abushi's was made in the same lab that May, May was, was made in. in. Yeah, exactly. Um, but oh, Christ! This is Yumbuck shit right here. Oh, Jesus! Oh Christ. my God, that was so high. That was too high. Do you know what, though? Like, Rashi... I was talking about how this reminds me of, like, 80s and 90s All Japan. And when people weren't yeah. going for the tag, they were put into tag teams and they elevated mm -hmm. the tag titles. Can you imagine if they did an Okada and Ishii tag team when Okada wasn't chasing titles? No, no, because my... I think I pitched this when, um, during the la one of the last Young Lions we did where I want Okada and Yoshihashi to be a tag team. Yeah. Because that would elevate Hashi, but also it would allow Akala to like do enough to pop the crowd, but not enough to become mm. stale. So then when G1 comes around the web, because to be fair, it's worked wonders for Tana, hasn't it? Yeah. Being in the Ibushi tag, because like, I'm not, I even like with all my problems with New Japan, I wasn't burned out on Ibushi, I wasn't burned out on Tanahashi. Because again, even with the Tekkers, that's essentially what we've been doing all year, isn't it? Is putting their main eventers in tactics. Dangerous Tekkers have been tremendous all year. They've put on they, some absolute fucking yeah. storming matches. I think this might be the lead up to the end, Chris. Oh. You know what? I think you may be right. I think we're about to see Golden Chris. Trigger. Golden Trigger. Golden. though. Trigger. They can fuck off with a BTE trigger. Oh, I know. I'm so done with it. They've used it too much. And there we are. Three count. What a fucking tremendous match that was. It was good, didn't it? That was great. That was really, really good. Let's let's pause it there. Uh, partly because my phone is dying. Um, Chris. I just want to go back. Yeah. Um, on the Young Lion, initially, when you started doing it on your own, you gave this 10 stars. Do you think yeah. it holds think... up? Um, to be honest, at the time... You know when you're stuck... At, you're not stuck, because I was enjoying it at the time, but you know when you're in the bubble of a promotion and then every big match seems like the best thing you've ever seen? Yes. I feel that's what that was me at the time. This isn't perfect. It was a bit slow to start. Again, it's like what we talked about earlier, where you go back to something you loved as a child. For example, um, I really, really liked um, some Forty One back in the day. Be careful what you're saying, because I'm going to go and see them soon. Uh, no, I still love them, but I wouldn't call any of their albums perfect albums. Mm, no, I see what you mean. It's 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 kind of like well, that was still incredibly incredibly good but the perfect 10 i don't know i've only given three matches this year the perfect 10 upon reflection so it, honestly i wouldn't go with the perfect 10 but that isn't a slight on it it's just what i think is a perfect 10 has evolved its strong style evolved Ooh. no oh, see a, i oh, i disagree fuck. i <laughs> Oh, you think that's perfect, do you? Um, I think it's about as close 
to a perfect tag match as you are going to get. You've got um, the build, you've got the atmosphere, you have got just four of New Japan's best workers just throwing fucking everything at each other. There didn't need to be a story, there didn't need to be a huge amount of uh, drama to it. It was just a good, solid wrestling match, and I fucking loved it. I really, really, really loved it. I, I should point out, I, I still think it's like a 9 out of 10. I still think it's absolutely fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, if this was inserted into this year, this would be top 10 easy. Mm. Like, just New Japan was still operating on that different level in 2018. Yeah, sure, sure. However, uh, you are... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Outnumbered. Um, oh, no, there's two of us. Correct, <laughs> but 2018 Chris um, gave it 10 as well, which means, unfortunately, Chris, you are on your own. Uh, it's just... 2018 Chris held so many bad opinions. Yeah, that's that's completely undeniable. 2000... But... 2018 Chris hadn't fully come to terms with his love of Tai Chi. <laughs> that's such a fucking lie. Yes, he had. Oh, no, that's me. If you listen to the first Young Lion I ever did, I said nobody likes Tai Chi. And then by literally, well, as soon as he was put into that Dominion match, I'm like, I fucking love Tai Chi. Such a... And it was, it was, it was mostly the, twi- the stripper pants. I'm not going to lie to you. Mostly the stripper pants. <laughs> right. So you're giving that a 10, are you? I am giving it a 10 right. out of 10. Oh, okay, before we... Okay, now that we've talked some pure, let's go back to some pure old American wrestling. Now, as we mentioned before, Garth isn't here and Garth wants to uh, sort of keep his pick so that he can actually watch it. So we've decided to pick another shite match. So, Chris, are you ready to learn what we will be watching? (laughs) Hold on, let me take a drink. (laughs) You are going to need it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so originally, like I said... Um, I was going to choose the Doomsday Cage match from Uncensored 1996. Um, I've chosen against that. You'll be oh, happy Christ. to know. And instead, I've chosen the King of the Road match from Uncensored 1995. <sighs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dustin Rhodes okay. battling Blacktop Bully on an eighteen wheeler where they're not allowed to blade or to bleed. You know, I, I censor what I want to pick so often so you and Garth don't suffer. I think PWG would be fun, but then I realise Garth would probably blow his lid. And <laughs> I don't put it on. Do you know what though, Chris? Isn't it better that we suffer together? I'd rather we not just suffer. I'd rather we, I'd rather we just what, not suffer at then? all. Uh, this is yeah. from Uncensored 1995. You know what you are, 1995? You know what you, what you are, Rob Goodwin? You are one of those people who post memes of, oh, you know what? You've been forced to grow in 2020, so it's not been a bad year. Stop bitching. That's you. <sighs> I can't wait to watch this match. I'm so excited. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Meng, <laughs> Meng versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan is on this card. It's it's a terrible card, mate. Oh, they oh, they opened the show with this. Yes, well, it's pre-taped, isn't it? So, you telling me WCW didn't have, have the <laughs> didn't have the technology to insert it <laughs> into the card? 
<laughs> That's well, exactly what I'm telling you. Um, while it loads, I'm going to see what else is on this card. Please Anne do. Anderson versus Johnny. <laughs> Anne Anderson versus Johnny B. Bad. They fought um, so fucking much. No, you know who really fought so much was Johnny B. Bad and um, DDB. Yeah, they did. They did, to be fair. Um, Big Bubba Rogers versus Sting. Big Bubba Rogers. Randy Savage versus the Avalanche. Yep. And now, and now the network won't play. <laughs> Even the network is like, guys, I'm not being funny. You don't want to watch this. Even for content. Even even for the content, guys, I can promise you, you don't want to watch this. Oh, fuck. Vader versus Hogan. In a leather strap match. That was bad because Vader basically had to lie down for Hogan. And I think that's disgusting. Right, so Chris, hang on, I, I I haven't actually got it loaded up yet because it didn't load when I tried to click. it Oh before. my god, hurry the fuck up, boy! Right, I'm trying. And have have you ever tried to do things on the network? It's hard to achieve anything. It is hard to achieve anything, to be fair. Yeah, and that's just in general. That's just depression. Hey, um, load fucking hell. Okay, there we go. Three minutes, 12 seconds in. Perfect. Three minutes, 12 okay, seconds in. So, let's ladies and gentlemen, let's do, do this. To? How long did this last? Don't know. Let's go. Three, two, one, play. Imagine opening your live event with this. <laughs> this got Dustin Rhodes fired because he played it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the truck. I don't give half a fuck. Do you know what makes me laugh? There is fucking traffic behind them that is not the camera crew. You know what I absolutely... You know, they must be so confused. I, no, that's a police... They have police escort. That's a police car behind them. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's the rules set, like, what's what? the rules set for them? <laughs> Blackdown Boy just absolutely hoiking Dustin Rhodes in the plums. Okay, what's what's the rules here? Um, I have no idea. Okay, great. You know, you know, it's very easy to watch a match where you don't have a win conditions. I'm sure we'll find out, go Chris. That's the main thing. Oh, this is this is incredible. This is already shit. <laughs> Hello, cameraman. You know what? I've been happier about breakups. I've literally been happier about breakups. Oh my god. You shouldn't need a helicopter to film a match. Oh, this is just great. Like, despite that this is pre-taped, they didn't um, edit out the helicopter noise. No, no they didn't. No they didn't. Hey, look, everyone, we own a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're dun, dun, king of a row. Do you know what's amazing? Like, genuinely. They, uh, how did they go backwards? I've not... I don't understand how they were given the MO. You can do this. Don't blade. <laughs> what else were they supposed <laughs> you... to do? Like, how else are you meant to make this remotely interesting? Like, 
I'm I'm not being funny. Next time um, we have to pick a match because someone's gone, I'm making you watch some DDT bullshit. Well, the thing is, Chris, I'm in charge, so I can watch what I want. <sighs> I know. Wait, I, d- I don't I'm like d- it. D- I don't like it either, man. I I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick it for a normal pick then. Fuck you. <laughs> you're gonna have to watch Kaiju Big Battle, and you're gonna like it. Do you think they had like? Look at the cameraman are just sitting there. That is what the cat. Yep. Is he just on a pile driver <laughs> flatbed on truck? Hay. Do you know what? This match gets one star just for him being able to pull that off on a moving you know truck, irrelevant of it being hayfield. That's that's impressive. Garth relentlessly tells us about how wrestling was real around this time period. I never want to hear that again. You're a liar. I never want to hear that again. You are a liar. Like, the existence of the Ultimate Warrior already pre... uh, um, already disproved that. But then this. We're talking about this is amazing. This isn't even like... Oh my God, he's got a hay bale. Oh no, not the hay bale. To be fair though, (laughs) Dustin actually looks like um, Dusty here. He looks like a uh, mosh felt dusty. He does. I'm with you on that. I feel so. I feel sorry for Dustin though, because he did make literally whatever he is given, no matter what it is. He gives he it 110. percent Yeah, he does. And even more than that, he he volunteered to get implants for gold dust. Yeah, as he should have done. Yeah, of course, because that's the next logical step as... for that character. Obviously, being yeah, hugely be fair, sarcastic. Maybe. He's, he's probably just a massive feminist and wanted to see what it's like to work in the shoes of female employees at the time. Maybe. Because didn't, like, all the divas from around that time period have to get implants? Yes. <laughs> it's disgusting. The danger <laughs> the crew are in. Chris, I'm, I'm going to have to interrupt you there because Tony Schiavone is just having to remind us of the danger the crew are in. Yeah, to be fair, like, we're essentially doing... Um, like a 60s um, TV show car chase here, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But with a helicopter. <laughs> I think the helicopter's my favourite bit. They're just, like they're they, just throwing things they, at each other now. <laughs> but why do we keep panning to the helicopter? Like, the helicopter's there to get the white shots. I get that. I somewhat understand. Why are we seeing the driver? <laughs> Christ. The, the only way this could have been like more 90s if it was on the Lex Express. <laughs> Massive puffy you know American shirt. I want to see that now. I want to see a Lex ex- I want to see a Lex Express match. <laughs> Why did this come to your head? I thought you'd like it. I mean, I kind of am, but like <laughs> not in a good way. It's so I do... shit, isn't it? The thing is, I'm not one for enjoying wrestling, ironically. <laughs> this is like the ultimate, I, I ironically enjoy wrestling thing. Because like wrestling is like, no matter how m- many miles deep you are into the bullshit, it's inherently stupid. I mean, like, I don't want to say that this down... this is the... You know, this is the precursor to your Broken Hardy stuff and your cinematic matches, but it obviously Wait, 100% shouldn't. is. 
but it isn't because those <laughs> matches have fought. Like, oh my, what was that bump? What the fuck was that bump? Like, there was thought put into this match because very clearly the sun is going down. We didn't film this at an old, at a very good point in the day. Oh, this is just, just the worst thing I've ever seen in my I, life, and it's amazing. It feels like. It feels like I'm on a road trip down to Bolton to see my grandparents. <laughs> These are the kind of roads we'd have to go across to get down to England. You love it, though, don't you? I mean, let's be honest. We're, we're loving what, this. Bolton? Well, not Bolton. Nobody fucking loves Bolton. Jesus. I mean, I'm I'm very happy I decided to get some um, drink tonight. Tonight was a Currently good drinking. day to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Currently drinking the banana bread beer. Oh, shit. He's fallen over again, Chris. Jesus Christ, <laughs> how does this get out of the... This is one of those things where I don't understand how it got out of the um, conceptual stages. <laughs> yeah. like the some... booking room. Like, sometimes some, something like that happens and, you're ha- and like, you want somewhat understand when you see who's involved. For example, Kotobushi taking on the blow-up oh, doll in DDT. <laughs> what was that? Parts of a lorry is falling off. <laughs> How? To be fair, oh, they've got to sound the horn. Because <laughs> of course they have. Because okay, of course like, they have. What feud reason could there possibly be? Well, they're obviously feuding you know what, over a you. horn, Chris. Obviously, come on. Next, next time I'm gonna make you and Garth watch Antonio Inoki shooting on the Great Antonio. <laughs> but why would you do that? I mean, this this is good fun. Come on, you're enjoying it, Chris. <laughs> I know you're enjoying it. Come on. You know what? I kind of want to show Garth Vader versus Stan Hansen. <laughs> because I saw, I heard him say Jesus Christ during the Timothy Thatcher versus Walter match. And like if we're putting it into tier lists, that's like tier three of there's at least two tiers above Timothy Thatcher versus Walter. And like both those tiers, one is named Stan, the other one is named Hansen. Absolutely. You know oh, what? This how would be improved? Go on, tenfold by Dan Hansen. I would like to know, Chris, how the fuck this match is still going. <laughs> like, it's not even going on. It's not even. We're not even. We're only just over the five-minute mark. Well, to be fair, I'm just going to point out that Dustin Rose does mean business now. He's got a trough of hay, and his shirt is off. What I want to point out is that they're trying to reach for Han. It would be easier to stand on that thing they keep climbing over because that's where the horn is. Yeah, 100%, yes. Completely agree. Um, but for some reason, we keep trying to climb up and reach backwards. I want to know why there are logs attached to the side <laughs> of the lorry. <laughs> They're coming to an intersection. It's a traffic jam. They didn't even close off a section of road. Imagine being on your way to work and being told you've got to stop We've got two wrestlers fighting on a flatbed lorry. Oh, I hate the broken hardy stuff. It's killing the business. Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what I love is you can, you can, the one, I don't even, like, the one thing I've learned from my friend who's a film student, right? Oh, the feed's cut. Great. No, it's all right. Um, it's back. Don't you worry. The one thing I learned from my friend who's a film student is that you never show the boom mic. And what can we see very clearly in shot right now? Oh, we can see the boom mic. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, we can. Yeah, because why wouldn't we? 
Oh no! No! Um. Oh no! Not my peepee. Anything but my peepee. <laughs> Why is he climbing over the truck? Imagine if he fell. I kind of want him to fall. Oh, this is incredible. I love the fact that the commentary team are doing their best to put this over as something serious. I was going to ask if you've ever played Uncharted, but you haven't, because you're one of those cunts who are on an Xbox. But... Alright, fucking like... hell! <laughs> it's unnecessary. To be fair, fucking with me and Gaff on this podcast, I'm unbelievably surprised that you don't catch more flack for that. Not because the Xbox is a bad system, plus gaming is elitist and bullshit, but you know. Imagine hiring a helicopter <laughs> and then the camera breaks. Oh, this is just excellent. You know how, like, WCW closed down because they basically looked at the expenses of WCW and thought, how the fuck is this still on air when um, Turner Broadcasting was yep. bought? Yeah. When this is within the five years where that would have been happening, I kind of understand why. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you with that. Like, nowadays, this wouldn't be greenlit just because the petrol would be too high-priced. <laughs> Justin Rhodes is literally tall enough to just reach up and blow the horn. Yeah, I am wondering why this isn't a thing at the moment. How, how the fuck is this match still going, Chris? This seems like something... G I'm surprised GCW haven't tried this, because GCW have done fucking everything. If you were to do book a match like this in 2020, yep. who would you put in it? Um, I would put um, Darby Allen because he would do some sort of shit. He'd do a moonsault off it or something stupid. No, he'd just jump off of it after he won. <laughs> you know what? That's actually perfect. Um, Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. That's who I... Yes. Because they will just jump off things, and that's what they do. How are we not done yet? I am unbelievable. I am going to make you suffer for this in my next picks. Is this worse than the big event? No, because the big event went on for two and a half hours. Fucking hell, that was dull, on it? Oh, you Chris, Chris, the, who's got the horn? Who is going to get the horn? Who's going to blow my horn, Chris? I need to you know. know. I'm... Half the time, I'm surprised your girlfriend doesn't question. Oh, I imagine I'm going to get a lot of questions say, later. But, no, I was about to say, oh. this is the one time where she may question it. Hey! Oh, no, he's taking... We finished, Chris. Oh, fucking hell. You go, Blattop boy. Why did... Question, why did he put the Hulk Hogan gif earlier. Was that to throw me off the scent? That was when I was going to do the Doomsday Cage match. Now, my question to you, Chris, is what would you have preferred to see? How long did the Doomsday Cage match go? Longer than this. So than much this. longer than this. But absolutely this. And let's pause that. Let's stop that there. <laughs> so that I was... paused that. I paused that as soon as the horn was rank. <laughs> I was like, No. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> like, oh. that, isn't the, that isn't the worst thing I've ever watched 
for the sake of talking about it with you and Garth, right? Because I watched that TNA pay-per-view, which literally made me question how I ever got into wrestling. Yeah, there was, was bits of that that made me think the same, to be fair. No, it wasn't just that, because like, for TNA show, that's around the t- that's like basically what I was able to watch around that time. So I was questioning how I ever enjoyed it. Whereas here, <sighs> I'm just sort of like, how did wrestling in America survive? <laughs> Because you look over to what WWE had in 1995, and it's like, there was nowhere good to turn. <laughs> like, there's a reason ECW started gaining traction. So just let me get this straight, Chris. You didn't enjoy that match. Oh, I... Ah, oh, You know, it's... I enjoy that in the same way I enjoy Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because Rocky Horror Picture Show is on an objective film making level shit <laughs> but i will but i will watch that shit at least once a year if for no other reason but the songs and tim curry but God yeah i'm curry. never gonna watch that again but i'm kind of glad it. it's like hogan versus michaels yeah you've got to see it once yeah and like i shouldn't be a whole wrestling diet i see people going um oh the worst wrestling is the more i like it and I question those people because I wouldn't have that approach for anything else in the world. Mm, no, no, nobody's like, enjoying a boring nil-nil draw in a football match. Like, I no, but it's not like even just in like performance arts, like music or movies. I do enjoy some music on an ironic level. I mean, Callaway Jepsen. Actually, I love Callaway Jepsen on a non-ironic level. That's a really bad example. Um, like Bewitched, I'll, I'll, I'll occasionally throw on Bewitched and enjoy it and then turn it off or teenage dirtbag one of those things but that's not my whole music diet whereas here if that's your whole wrestling diet just just watch a comedy just watch a sitcom <laughs> go you, watch the office you need to stop you need to stop for your own yeah, safety it's like like you're paying a tenner a month for that <laughs> you could get so much more entertainment by typing random words into youtube for free just pay for porn but pay for porn. <laughs> just pay for porn. It's, it's so much per- cheaper. And a little bit less embarrassing okay, to talk that, to people about. That that came from absolutely nowhere. <laughs> I was not prepared for that <laughs> on any fucking level. Right, Chris, it's time for me to choose my pick. The main event of tonight's podcast. So I wanted... It's table size and chairs, as we record on Sunday. Um, and I wanted to watch a TLC match. The the obvious choice being WrestleMania 17. But I've, I must have seen that match 30 times. So I've never oh, I've actually seen... seen exactly. I've never actually seen the inaugural table ladders and chairs match from SummerSlam 2000. So that is where we are going to August 27th. 2000 to the match between Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, and the Dudleys in the tag title TLC match. So if you want to find SummerSlam 2000 on your WWE Network, skip to 1 hour 28 and 45 seconds. That should be the match. Chris, have you ever seen this match before? Probably when I first got the network back when it came out, which would be like 2014, Hmm. I want to say. Okay. Um, because I got I got my EMA, which was thirty pound a week. Um, oh, I remember EMA, which is 
EMA when you're um, 15, 16 is a revelation. <laughs> it really is. No, you, no that's the thing. Because I remember, because um, the rich kids in my school were like, oh, what's the big deal? I'm like, you don't understand. I've been getting like £2 a week for my whole life. And suddenly I'm getting £30 a week. I didn't know there was this much money in the world. So I spent um, some of that on the WWE Network every month, because obviously. And so probably around then, but like not since. I don't remember it at the very least. So much porn you could have bought. Anyway. Right. It's all free. It's all fair for free. That is true. That is true. I was a teenage boy. I was a fucking expert. I was a teenage dirtbag, baby. Anyway. But no one listened to Iron Maiden with me. (laughs) One hour, 28 minutes and 45 seconds, then, ladies and gentlemen. And we will start in three. On, on, On how many seconds? Sorry. One hour, 28 minutes and 45 seconds. Okay, I thought you said 48. I'm like, wow, fast play ahead. No, we're fine. No, let's Let's go. go. Three, (laughs) two, one, play. I love the old SummerSlam logo, and I don't know why they dropped it. Fucking hell. Oh, my God, I'm getting vertigo. Stop spinning around. I didn't realise I was watching the fucking Hunger Games. Jesus Christ. Oh, Christian's glasses. Well, those what people wore in the 90s. No, this is 2000. Is this what people wore in the 2000s? Uh, yeah. How old were you at this point, Rob? Uh, I was 10 at this point. Uh, I was three. Was that not what you wore? <laughs> I don't remember what I wore. Loki love this fucking entrance. I love the pyro. This is something you don't get in a... Well, WWE just doesn't do pyro, but like... I remember when we first came back in 2015 and that pyro hit, I was like, oh my god. I, n- I still love the fact that Bubba wear, wear, um, wears black glasses and Devon wears white glasses. It's fucking great, that is. Like, that's just ridiculous attention to the detail, isn't it? Is this still when Bubba's got that stutter? I don't... I don't know. Oh, I genuinely couldn't. Chris, are you, you breaking out the dance? Ah, oh, come Christ. on, Jeff Hardy. Oh, was... they haven't done it. Fucking hell! Look at Jeff's knees. <laughs> Jeff's fucking... running to the table. <laughs> knees up, boys. <laughs> Christ. Um... To be fair, like I think everyone goes through stages with these teams because, like, when you're ten, the Hardys are obviously the coolest. Obviously. And then when you're 23, you're like, what the fuck were they thinking? But, you know, when you're 10, because <laughs> Jeff has never stopped oh, wearing hell. those fucking Jesus. trousers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and then you start oh, to appreciate God. the subtlety. Oh, my That's God. great. Literally cutting him out of the air with that you... is great. I mean, like, don't do it, because... <laughs> Jesus. But... Oh, my God. I, I'm now just scared about what we're going to do in the rest of the match now. It's always a culture shock when you go back to like old hardcore matches before they realise what concussions can do to you. Oh, yeah, like that. Because <laughs> Devon just didn't put his arms up. Just, I just deducted from your two picks tonight, Rob, mm-hmm. that um, you just enjoy watching people suffer. One hundred percent. Right. If you really want to make Gar suffer, though, I need to make him watch PWG because that'd be funny. Fucking hell, fire! <laughs> <laughs> I 
thing is, they did this kind of shit on a random SmackDown as well, like on a... Because it wasn't TLC3 on a random SmackDown. I think so, yeah. And then TLC4 was on a random Raw, and then they just did them all the time. We won tables! The thing is, if I was, like... Cause oh, above the God! Dudley's... Oh, Jesus. It's Bubba Ray got his leg stuck in the ladder as well. With, like, no bumps. Yeah. Um... Because I think his... Um, the Dudleys were heels at this point, weren't they? Yes. So... So if I were... I'd be heels, I'd be going, well, no, fuck you, no tables. Like Shinsuke. Everyone like loves who... my music, but I'm going to fuck yeah. it up. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, what... Now that you're... I'm a... Well, not mature, you have a wrestling podcast, but now that you're a grown man... Thanks, man. Um, which team is your favourite? That is a very, very good question. Um, because they all have different qualities, don't they? They do. I mean, I think it's probably Edge and Christian, but they are very closely followed by the Dudleys. No, that's fine, because oh, as a tag bo- team... Bo- bo- oh, my God. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, because as a tag team, I prefer the Dudleys, but as individual wrestlers, I by far and away prefer Edge and Christian. I love the chemistry that Edge and Christian had over the co- over the chemistry that the Dudleys had. Oh, and, and the promo. The promo, yeah, the five-second poses. Yeah. I think that was amplified when we worked with Angle. Yes, certainly. Certainly. Have uh, not said think, that before. Fingers of parties. They're someone whose appeal goes down as they get older because their appeal was we jump off of things. <laughs> and when oh, you get older, Jesus! And lo- no- oh my god! Oh my god! And look, I've learned that this probably hurt quite a lot, and you're like, I don't like this. Jesus Christ! Actually, know what happens with the Hardys? So at least in my case, you grow up, look, um, find death matches, and think, well, that's not impressive. <laughs> oh, that looks savage. Actually, my friend Emily, she got really into wrestling, but got into death matches and nothing else. Bizarre. And it is bizarre, isn't it? I still don't understand it to this day. But, like, I remember last year, I watched some of the G1 with her. I watched the opening day of the G1 with her. And she was, and um, I think it was Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. And she was going, oh, poor baby when, like, Sonata was selling Zack Sabre Jr.'s submissions. Mm. And I'm like, wrestling's fake, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, the only match he actually ended up enjoying was Archer versus Osprey. (laughs) Oh, God, this is so dated now. But even so... I still don't... What the fuck is Was Up from? He was an advert. So it's like if um, grizzled young veterans started shouting, go compare. Get the tables! <gasps> what I liked about... So obviously, like, their TNA run was... Mo- like, until they started trying, was mostly a nostalgia run, right? Yeah, I think so. And you know this, because they counted down before shouting, get the tables. <laughs> because, to be fair, it's just... Before or after D1 has all the awful bleeding scars, I'm trying to make it out. Because D1's just one of those people like Dusty Rhodes or 
Flair who had like so many cut marks yeah. on his forehead. And I remember. Do you, do you remember the day when you figured out that's what that was? I do. Yeah. Three D. Because it really just. Because remember, I thought that when I first saw Dusty Rhodes, I just assumed that's what old people looked like. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't wait to get all these weird marks on my forehead. But no, it's just blading. Like a rite of passage. Yeah. I fucking love the 3D. It's just a great move, isn't it? It's one of my favourite so... moves. And like, it's so... People try to do things like it, but it's never worked as well. No. And like, because you think of like in New Japan the 3K from Rapungi 3K, but it's just not as good, and I don't understand why. It's probably because with the 3D, it looks like you're actually driving their neck into the ground. Yeah. Do you f- is it the best tag team maneuver? No, it's not, because that's probably the team's Doomsday device. Yeah. Yeah, but that's mostly because of how people took it. But I think that's also mostly because Hawk wouldn't let them not do the flip. <laughs> Like, imagine a doomsday device with a lariat's being delivered by Stan Hansen. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, unprotected shit. chair shots. Like, you look at what these people are doing earlier, and, like, Bubba's still going, both Hardys are still going, Edge is still going. Granted, Edge took several years off, and actually, I think everyone apart from Devon in this match had matches in 2020. Mm. And it's like, how? Because I'm not being funny. I some I sometimes bang my knee on something, and that's my whole day ruined. <laughs> ah, my ass! How does, he keep, how does he keep his form on that? How does he not know that's going to hurt his bottom? I... <laughs> his next shit was a really hard one. <laughs> thing is, in terms of aesthetic, Jeff Hardy's kind of ahead of his time, because how many people have like rainbow hair nowadays? True, true. Like, quite frankly, Jeff Hardy's just a low-key a low icon, and I think we should respect <laughs> him. Oh, Christ, there's no way that's not getting some of his balls on that. Oh! I can see where this is going. See you later, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a spot fest, but it's so good. What's made the, the only person I just realised the only person here who didn't become a world champion is Devon. Are you are you surprised? I mean, I actually don't know what Devon's like as a singles wrestler. I've never proper like kind of in T- TNA, but when he was TV champion, he was literally off. He literally won the TV title and then left. Hmm. <laughs> Because, you know, TNA really know how to book their championships. Bubba Ray's already leaving. <laughs> yeah, none of that. <laughs> Absolutely none of that. Because, like, I remember, because I've seen a couple of ladder matches live, right? Most notably the um, one at TakeOver earlier this year. And they're so very clearly still trying to chase this. Yeah. The magic they captured like, the in this people- in the WrestleMania match. The only, ma- the only people I think in that match who weren't trying to chase this kind of thing would have been like Imperium who were basically going, why would we take big bumps with 
We're Imperium. <laughs> Look at what we do. Yeah. Oh, Christ. It's bad, because, like, we have... There's nothing deep to say about this match. There's not, but it is such fucking fun to watch. No, it's... Yeah, it's like, I can't... It's like how I can't really explain my love or, like, how much I love um, Damn It by Blink-182. But, oh, my God, do I love that song. Oh, God, it's incredible. Are these the best World Tag Team title designs? Yes, I'd say so. I have more nostalgia for the ones from Ruthless Aggression Era, but I'm trying to think of what I'd think if I didn't have that nostalgia. Because mm. that nostalgia means I love the spinner, which apparently is a bad opinion. Oh. You know when ladder's too big when you have to do your high spots from halfway <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you know what you know. What I'm just think, thinking about. If you had to start a promotion of like six people, yeah, you'd probably end up picking this combination. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, because you have so many different. Like even within teams, everyone's completely different. Mm. Do you think, like, in terms of like a nucleus for a tag division, do you think we've ever been anything better? No. Like in America, at the very least. No, I don't. Like, I think eight. I think AEW got close, like with the Bucks, Lucha Bros, and Proud and Powerful, but then they ended up not capitalizing on it. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Because all these, all three of these teams were super pushed. Where in AEW, the teams are weirdly hot and cold. Mm. Like, as an argument in terms of like pure talent, the AEW divisions on par. Oh God! But they've absolutely, but. Uh, but like they weren't booked as strong as saying these three because then I argue outside of these three the tag division was dog shit oh god yeah apart, apart from maybe the APA everything else was dog shit and we're gonna have some 90s kid going oh you're wrong snowflake or whatever but fuck off <laughs> I still no matter how good this match is I'll never not hate this trope which trope of forgetting oh. how to climb a ladder cock first no 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 to be fair you see shit like this and you kind of get why people thought Lita was so fucking cool Lita is awesome I mean, like, she wouldn't be screaming for Hardy for too long after this. No, no, certainly not. It's so uncomfortable that WWE put Edge and Hardy in a fucking program over that. Like, imagine if that was any other, like, work environment. Like, imagine True. if you worked in, like, an office. And... I don't know how, why a fight would arise, but you know I've watched The Office. It happens. Oh God! Oh my God! You don't stop you falling through tables. Also, you forget that Matt also took loads of crazy bumps just because of how many bumps Jeff took. Oh God! Where the fuck did that come from? Did she just bang her head on the ladder as well? Christ! To be fair, Lita was 
didn't have any regard for her or anyone else's body when she was wrestling. No, true. Like, have you you've seen her suicide dive, right? Yeah, true. But one against Trish Stratus. I'm sure she hits her head. Oh. At one point, I'm gonna have to show you. No, she narrowly missed it. Um, I'm gonna ha- have to show you guys at some point the ladder match at Fear and Loathing 10 for ICW. Mm. Just because you know how like um, it doesn't look like it, but the table actually does help cushion your fall because that's the first thing you hit. Yeah. Like, but like, um, there's a reason they stack so many. But Ravy Davy took a bump off of a ladder this big through one table, but she basically missed. Out of the ring, it was disgusting. Oh my god. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You know, you fucking hell. You know a match is oh. dangerous when you're worried for people's safety. Um, 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my they god. just lawn darted a ladder at him. That's great. Honestly, but I don't know how we managed to top this. This is great. Uh, mania. This is great. This is really fun to watch. But, like, it's really fun, but also, like, lads, never do this again. And we did it several times afterwards, but, like, just stop. <sighs> and Edge and Christian I'm sad win. I'm over, to be honest. You sad what? I'm kind of sad that's over. I'm kind of sad it's over. That was, that was such great. good fun. Like, I remember we... Um, we did um, we did the takeover ladder match and I talked about how there's limits for me on these kind of matches mm. this match kind of got through that yeah that was that was really like, good fun <sighs> just I can never I don't know <laughs> I, d- I don't know how to describe my feelings about that match well Let's try this, and how does it compare to the WrestleMania 17 rematch? Oh, without... It's weird. So, you know... Okay. With Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back is so much better than the original, but that doesn't make you hate the original less. If that makes any... Like, some films, the sequels are so better, so much better that you're like, how did anyone like the original? Like, Terminator's like that, but this is more of a Star Wars, where it's more like... A natural progression that's just naturally better. I don't know. It's, ah, it's like the second one's definitely better, but that doesn't make this one fuck less. Mm. Like I talked about earlier how like the Omega Okada sequels made the first match a bit less impactful. Yeah, but like that didn't. But the sequels after this match didn't do anything to take away from this match. What would you give it? Mm, I don't know. Like. I want to say 10, but also I gave the other one 10, and I think it's better. It's This is where ratings start to get complicated. I'd give this 9. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought, I think all the teams have got that fucking fantastic chemistry. Um, it didn't overstay its welcome. It wasn't especially long. Um, the spots weren't overly contrived either, which is the risk you run quite a lot with matches like this. Um, Definitely. But, you know, just just clever tag team wrestling. Like, Jeff's hanging from the top, lawn dart a ladder at him to knock him off. It's great. You know, someone's going to swanton bomb themselves off a 
ladder, I'm going to move them. It just, it, it all makes sense. It was, it was a spot fest, but it didn't suspend disbelief too much. And I think that's key in a match like uh, this. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you do run in like, it's for Young Bucks problem, isn't it? Where you start throwing so many things at the wall that eventually it means less, but it somehow didn't here. No, absolutely. I still... Just because of the iconic nature of the rematch, I gave that... Yeah, like, they're based on... In terms of actual matches, um, they're probably on par, but we have ones in front of 50,000 people. Yeah, on one of the greatest pay-per-views ever. Yeah, and it's probably the best match on that show as well. Um, Maybe Rock Austin. I was just going to say, it's top three, certainly. And I'd argue it's probably top two. In terms of Mania 17, it's one of those cases where personal opinion is going to shape what you like more. Yeah, I I agree with that. I prefer Rock Austin, but if someone said this is better than Rock Austin, I probably wouldn't argue with them. Well, I would, but I wouldn't like disown them. No, no, exactly right well i think that just about rounds up our podcast for today ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening um we now won't be back with a watch along until after christmas um and after christmas we'll be giving our results of the 2020 pod mania wrestling award so please there is time the voting closes on the 20th of december go give your votes for all of our seven categories it takes literally a minute so please go and check that out we will be dropping that somewhere between christmas and the new year um in the meantime you can download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from um you can go to um google play apple spotify leave us a five-star review or comment it really does help out the podcast you can go to the website www.podmania.co.uk we can check out all the archive podcast episodes our match ratings uh reviews of retro pay-per-views all that lovely shit um uh, you can talk to me on twitter at real rob goodwin chris where can they find you uh, not on twitter fair enough <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Um, and if we don't see you or talk to you before have a very very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and fingers crossed 2021 super kicks the ass off 2020 we'll talk to you guys again soon you've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast follow us on Twitter at Podmania Facebook at Podmania Podcasts and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. 